Welcome back, welcome back to Mentally Kane Podcast. I am Moses Kane. Listen, okay, I've been making a lot of progress with this thing. I've been you know, gaining a lot of understanding of how to bring y'all better content. Just bear with me. This is all new to me again. I'm a caveman, okay? I don't do none of this. This social media stuff, I, listen, I don't do none of this. I haven't done it ever Okay, I probably ain't been on as far as the personal side of social media since high school years ago. So all this is new to me. So just bear with me as I try to understand what y'all want to see as far as content. And uh, don't want to waste no more of your time. Let's get rolling. It was a sight worth stopping for. Three young men helping an elderly couple struggling to get to their car. Sheriff's deputy Kenesha Carnegie was driving by at the time. As I was sitting there, uh, I looked to my left and I noticed these young men helping this elderly couple. So I went over to assist them. I jumped out my truck, I went over to assist them. And when I got there, they kind of had it under control, you know. So I, I thought at the time they looked really beautiful. That was a nice view to see, you know. And I, I stepped back and I just, I did it for them. Watch as they carefully lift 89-year-old Rose Grease into her car. Rose's 100-year-old husband, David, stands nearby. The men don't leave until they make sure the couple is safely inside. Thank you, come back, brother. Yeah, that's right. I'm, uh, I'm 100 years old. Yeah, 100 years old. Yeah, 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 that's the beauty of it, to see them, to let their parents, even their parents, their mothers, their fathers, you know, their grandparents, to see something. I didn't anticipate this to go viral. I didn't, I didn't anticipate this at all. Thank you. See, this is what I'm saying, okay? There are beautiful things that are happening in the world that worldwide media does not show you intentionally because there's this thing called controlled chaos, okay? When they post their videos and make their headlines, the chaos that that creates, that they're promoting to you, the propaganda, all of it, it makes you go out there for whatever reason and spend money, whether if it's when Corona started and y'all went out and bought all the toilet paper that ever existed, you know, everything, everything, may push they pushing y'all to go out here and buy stuff that's what this is about buy stuff vote for the laws that they want to put in place that are in favor of them even though they're going to structure it and present it to you like it's in favor of you when it's not you need to read the fine print on a lot of these laws that they are presenting you with because if you do i promise you i promise you you will find something that will make you be disgusted at what this government, what this country is doing to the people. It is not just about black. It is not just about white. It is not just about Hispanic. It is not just about Haitian, African, any, any one group of people. The world of people, civilization, human beings is in trouble. Okay? Because what's being prioritized in this on this planet is profit margins they make profits off of everything that you do everything 
I mean, the very thought that you have in your mind of think something that you're thinking of, like a new refrigerator, you're gonna see that pop up on your phone. That doesn't puzzle you. Okay, this shit. Okay, yes, I'm She said he all talk. Yes. What you have there is a group of men minding their business, smoking, weed, whatever it is. And here comes this woman, this white woman, that under any other circumstance, this would have been a Karen circumstance in a lot of other situations. But for whatever reason, this woman chose to join in as opposed to be the one to destroy. Now, I don't know these brothers from the looks of things, I don't know the whole background story, but from the looks of things, these brothers were just sitting at a table, minding their, own minding their own business, maybe about to have dinner or something out at a restaurant. And this woman here chose to join in and make a friend instead of making an enemy. The last clip, you saw a group of young brothers that chose to make friends, that chose to be a help, that chose to be an asset instead of being in liability. That is where we are today. As far as a lot of the underprivileged people that tend to be minorities, we have to choose to be an asset over a liability. And that's very difficult to say when you have a government or a world that has placed so many different agendas and plans and, 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 and structures in place to prevent the uh, prosperity of anybody other than Caucasian people, in particular, Carca Caucasian males. Good afternoon, Miss Lady. How you doing? Fine. I'm amazing. You sweating? Hey, what's going on? Hard work, baby. Are you homeless? Yeah. I don't have nowhere to stay right now. We go from room to room. What happened in order for you to get, like, you know, in your situation? I lost my place in 2020. I was trying to get back on my feet. My dad passed like a year ago. Wow. So he passed from COVID, and he was like, he was all I had, really. My mom, she on drugs real bad. My dad, he raised us. I know what's going on, but I ain't even here right now. I'm coping. I'm grieving. Yeah. I'm just trying to really get back on my feet. How many people on a day-to-day -day basis help you? It depends. Like, today, I'm, I'm hoping I get help, you know, but... What's these two names? What's your name? Zoe. Zoe. Hey, Zoe. How are you? Five. Five. You so pretty. So I got a little something for you, okay? 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. Go a hundred for you, maybe a hundred. Another hundred for you. This is scam. Nah, ain't no scam. It's all you. Eighty, a hundred. It's another hundred for you. Oh my God. Eighty. See, this is what I'm saying, ladies, black women. Hear me out right now. There are so many different black women that are out here saying black men ain't shit. Black men don't care about black women. Black men are dogs. Black men are this. Black men are that. Let me tell you something. While you spew out all this hatred, all of this, this, these divisive statements, our children, just like I've said in plenty of other clips and plenty of other videos, our children suffer. Our children suffer. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that's the case here. What you just saw displayed here was a prime example that all black men do not hate black women. All black men do not have, we don't all cheat. We don't all lie. We don't all, we love black women. 
But the problem is, is that a lot of black women go through heartbreak. A lot of black women have been hurt and cheated on and beat on and had a lot of bad things happen to them. Okay. And you're, you're in, you are entitled to feel uh, heartbreak, ladies. You are. You're entitled to feel whatever you want to feel. But what you are not entitled to do is then go on to the next person that you choose to deal with intimately and now treat that person like he is the last 10 dudes that you, that you dealt with that you had a bad experience with. It's not his problem nor his fault. I get it. Everybody goes through things. I've went through things. But... It is not his problem nor his fault that you have been heartbroken by however many people, males or females. You have to learn the lesson that we are out here trying to find love as human beings and in the pursuit of finding love as human beings, you will be hurt. There is nobody that is an exception to the rule. There are people that find their high school sweethearts cool that end up in those relationships 20, 30 years till they die. There are people that never find love. There are people that find love late, whatever that may mean. 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. There are people in this world that are out here trying to find love. And just because you've had bad experiences in your past, or just because plenty of you have had bad experiences in your past, does not mean that that gives you the right to treat everybody that comes after those people that treated you bad like they are now bad people. What makes you hate yourself? Is it the red shoes? What? Is it the red shoes? Uh, no. Are you sure? Because they're fucking red. <laughs> Don't you be smiling like that. You fuck everything up. You've been so hard on yourself. I love that you have such high standards, but those aren't high standards. That's called perfection. And most people overestimate what they can do in a year and they underestimate what they can do in two or three decades. And you haven't been around long enough to have those extra two or three decades. So don't fuck it up. There's time. If you give yourself just a little bit of time and if you'll be a little more loving to yourself, I think you're going to find you got a lot to give. Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Couldn't say it not a lick better myself. There are people in this world, young people, old people, people from all different types of background, walks of life, races, all of that, that are beating themselves constantly day by day. I am one of those people that thinks I should be farther in life. With all that I've built currently, I should be farther. I should be doing this. I should have a boat. I should be like Andrew Tate. I should be this. I should be this. Stop. You have to learn how to smell your roses. You have to learn that there's everybody has their own race to run. See, the problem with these social media apps is these apps put everybody's race right in front of your eyes. So now you have to look at everybody's uh, wins. I would say losses, but most people don't even post their losses. They're only posting their wins, which is why you feel the way you feel. You feel like a loser because all you're seeing is everybody on these apps win, win, win. You're seeing these rappers buy chains and boats and houses. You're seeing the NBA players do that. The NFL players do that. You're seeing people that you might not necessarily even like win in life. And for whatever reason, you just can't win at the same frequency, at the same speed that they do. 
but you're not paying attention to the fact of just because that's what they're showing the world does not mean that that's necessarily what's really going on. We all know that what people pretend to be on these social media apps, 9.9 times out of 10 is not who they are in real life, is not what they've really accomplished in real life. So stop beating yourself. You have to learn how to run your race, love yourself, understand how to motivate yourself every day. Every day you should be trying to conquer a new part of your race. Meaning, if you know, hey, I would love to start a business, start going to look up, do some research on what that would take to do, what that means to accomplish that. How do you get on a path to success with doing that? Whatever it is in your mind that you want to accomplish, you can do it all. There are no limitations in this life thing besides the limitations you put on yourself. You can do anything, anything in the world. All you have to do is just plan and understand that the losses come with the wins. You're going to have a lot more losses than you are wins. And once you get comfortable with losing and being able to comprehend the lesson in the loss, that let that loss now becomes an asset and now becomes a win because now you have the opportunity to try again and win. Do you understand the great one of the greatest blessings in this world, in this life that we have is the opportunity to try and try again. You never have to give up on anything. You are beating yourself down on I should have this. I should have that. I should have th says who what says all the people that are pretending to be like something you want to be like on the internet. Do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying to you is all the people that you're comparing your life against are faking. And all those people are looking at other people bigger than what they think they are faking. So take a step back and appreciate what you have. I don't care if it's only two pennies to rub together. You, you see, you're looking at somebody I have, I have panhandled in my life. I have slept on park benches. I have slept in cars. I done did it all. I done been homeless. Okay. I done did it all and have built up my life to right where I want it to be. But it takes for you to understand where you at, for you to understand where you need to go. You can't understand where you need to go if you're too busy trying to Look at everybody else's race, everybody else's journey on where they're saying they're at, because they're always going to say that they're somewhere better than where you currently are, because that's what they have to tell themselves to make themselves feel better about where they actually really are. Stop pretending for a second and actually put yourself into the work that you need to do to actually be where you want to be and you will shine confronting Vice President Biden at the last debate. You called it a, quote, false accusation that Joe Biden is a racist. What's your response? I want to bring the conversation back to the broken criminal justice system that is disproportionately negatively impacting black and brown people all across this country today. Now, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president, but I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. 
She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash you, bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. Thank you, Congresswoman. Uh, this is a prime example of all black people are not black. I stand on what I said. When you have an individual that is from the community, yet they are expressing happiness for putting people away for doing the same things that she is currently doing. She smokes weed or she has, and she's laughing about putting, taking people away from their families for smoking weed. See, this is where the water gets muddied. Everything gets convoluted because as black folks, when they present somebody like a Kamala Harris to us in these presidential politics and all of that, naturally we're like, yes, we want her. But a lot of people that look like me or Hispanic people don't do the research on who these people actually are and what they've actually done to harm people that look just like me and her. So again, I say all black people are not black. For as long as I can remember, fathers have been demonized, specifically black fathers have been demonized in this country forever. So I would like to equalize and level the playing field. Do what that with what you will. I've made so many videos on this exact same thing, even though this young man just made a skit for TikTok. This is the exact thing. I'm sure he's experienced it. I'm sure millions and millions of, of black children hispanic children have experienced this it's the reason why our crime rates in our neighborhoods are so high you know you have single mothers whether they be bitter toxic or whatever that are kicking the kids out on the streets completely throwing them to the wolves but yet you're you're telling them after you do that that you love them that is not love just because maybe they are hard-headed maybe they're getting in trouble at school maybe they're doing a whole bunch of things you have to understand as a parent that that is a reflection on you and your parenting your flaws and insecurities because that child is you look in the mirror you cannot place blame solely on them and see i know the tactics the tactics is oh well you just like your daddy see well now you just made that child wonder who their father is if their father's not around wonder how their father is want to know Okay, well, I need to go get to know my father because obviously this thing between me and you ain't working out. And then when these children, male or female, go out in the streets and find the fake love that they find to be so real and end up getting gunned down in some gang shit, in gang activity from trying to get the love that they were supposed to get from you and they get killed in these streets and you at their funeral crying, don't fake no tears. You didn't love your child. Because if you did, you would have never sent them out there to begin with. How long did it take you to take this? Oh, it took go? me 30 seconds, bro. 
You know, when your kid turns 18 and you give them a 30 day notice, you can, uh, that's crazy. You can do a, you can type a eviction notice in like a minute or two. Oh, baby excited. He's moving out. <laughs> How long is it taking to type this? Oh, it took go? me 30 seconds, bro. You know, when your kid turns 18 and you give them a 30-day notice, you can, uh, that's crazy. You can do a, you can type a eviction notice in like a minute or two. Oh, baby excited. He's moving out. <laughs> Man, this type of shit here pisses me off, dog. I hope to God that this was some type of skit. I hope to God that this was just just a joke because what is the point of like i don't understand the point you made an eviction notice what are you trying to condition them to get comfortable to be evicted what is what why are you doing that this is what i'm saying it's the same thing with the other clip because when her kid leaves right and he goes out there and He's going to be very conflicted and confused because on one side of his mind, he has, okay, his mom is saying that she loves him and, 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 and he's her child and all this type of stuff. But yet you throw him out there to the wolves, to a world that don't give two shits about him. What? I don't understand. I don't get it. What is the excuse? What? Cause maybe he's bad. Maybe he don't listen. What? If he don't listen again, that reflects on your parenting. He's not listening to you cause he don't trust you cause he don't hear what you talking he don't hear the value in what you talking about you have not done enough in your parenting to mold him to understand the value in what you are trying to guide him towards if you're trying to guide him at all because let's not forget that a lot of parents will make statements and, and just expect for the child to understand the statement without explaining to them why or what it means and do you understand that you have a child a new person that's being introduced to the world whether they be zero years old all the way up until 2021 they don't know you've nine times out of ten you've went through everything that you're about to send them out to and the crazy thing is you hated it when your mom or your family did it to you you hated it when your mom or your family didn't explain things to you or tell you why, but yet here you are doing it to your child. This is a habit that we have in, in our communities, whether they be black or brown. It makes zero sense because let something happen to that young boy. You're going to be crying. And I, the tears I don't respect nor understand because it's your fault why he out there. There is no excuse to be sending your child out there into the world blind with nothing this is why i don't understand things like gun control and stuff like that that's dumbass sleepy joe biden is trying to do because it makes no sense the root of the problem is home parenting the gun violence is happening because these kids are out there on the streets trying to find love that they cannot find nowhere and it's being presented to them in the wrong fashion it's being presented to them if from a, 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 a 35 year old male that's saying, hey, you love the gang, you respect us. Oh, come put in some work over here. 
and we love you. So now your little son done made an enemy that he ain't even had no problem with because somebody else couldn't put in the work and sent your son on a dummy mission. Do you understand what you all are doing to your kids? It's like a habitual cycle that y'all are stuck in that you can't break. Your parents do something to you, you do it to your kids. Your kids do it to their kids and nobody says anything because it's promoted that we just stay quiet about things that are going on in the household. We just turn the other cheek. Do you understand why America is so crazy? It's because everything that begins in the household we turn the other cheek and when we turn the other cheek about the things that are going the dysfunctional toxic things that are going on in the household we turn the cheek about the things that are going on at school then we turn the cheek about the things that are going on at work then we turn the cheek again about the things that are going on at our home when we have kids it is a cycle that we have to break let me tell you something first of all i know there's a new uh trend going on where men are saying no to single mothers and stuff like that but there are a lot of black men i'm only saying black men because she is a black woman but there are a lot of black men that have no issues with dating a single mother have no issues that with the fact that you have two children but i do see uh, some problems with the fact that you're saying you're always horny. Okay, I don't know. Depending on the caliber of men that you are dating, I know men that go to work and come home, some men just want to relax. Some men just want to sit down and, 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 and watch TV or watch a movie. Now, when I say these things, people are like, Oh, well, what do you mean, man? You, she trying to give you some pussy. You supposed to, you supposed to take that. Duh, 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 duh. Stop. That's ignorant. It's ignorant as hell. By doing that, you you discredit or discount the feelings that a man can have because sometimes men ain't interested in none of that. Sometimes we just came home from a long goddamn day sweating or just dealing with bullshit all goddamn day and we just don't want to do nothing. Pussy ain't always on a grown man's mind and I emphasize on the grown man part. Now, as far as you always being horny, listen, I've been through that before where a girl or a woman, excuse me, can't seem to understand why I won't have sex with her every single time that she wants to have sex all day, every day. It's because one, I am a man that has goals and I'm trying to pursue getting a family to a bigger and better place so i can't spend all day every day fucking that's what broke people do broke people fuck all day and have babies because that's they didn't got nothing else to do so when she says she's always horny that's how i'm taking it like a man has other things to do i'm not finna just sit down and fuck you 24 7 now see when that happens a lot of women oligo they get self-conscious okay and then they internalize it and then what happens is one of two things while you at work trying to get the family to somewhere bigger and better she ends up fucking somebody else that's the problem with that statement it's because you have good men 
again, this goes back to my, my issue with the narratives that black women are painting because you have good men that are just going to work, trying to do what they can to put food on a table. And because she can't control her urges, she out here fucking somebody else. Okay. Then she said she's a little toxic. That could mean a multitude of things. I'm, I don't know. What do you mean by toxic? What do you mean? Are you a narcissist? Are you, that can present a problem unto itself because if you're a little toxic, what does that mean? Cause we speak on toxic mothers. Does that mean what, if we break up, you're not going to let me see the children. What, what does that mean? You know? So these to me, if it was just her having two kids and that was the only issue, that's not a problem, man. Shoot. Especially being a BBW woman, a, a, a big girl. I love big girls. I love big girls. Okay. And I'm pl pretty sure there's a lot of other black men that love big girls. Okay. So that's not the issue. The issue is always horny and a little toxic that no, we can't have that because a little toxic can mean a lot of things that can go bad for a black man in particular. Always horny can go bad for a black man when he's trying to do the good thing in life. When he's trying to live his life on the right path. There are black men right now that are at work trying to do the right thing. Just trying to keep a stable job because they don't want to go back to the streets because they're going to go to jail. Okay. So now you got women that are cheating on those guys because she won't fuck uh, or excuse me. He won't fuck her every time he get off of work you realize sometimes men is tired man sometimes men just want to fucking sit down or go to sleep sometimes want to eat and go to sleep there are a lot of things that y'all women are missing as to what it takes to keep a man happy you know as a matter of fact i changed that. It. it's not a lot of things it's actually really simple okay you have to grow to understand and learn your man but for the most part Men just want peace and quiet. That's with peace and quiet. Some conversation every now and then, peace and quiet, feed us. That's really it. That's it. Make him feel like a somebody. When he's at work feeling like a nobody, when he gets home, make him feel like a king, like a somebody. Besides that, that's that's really all he needs. You know, yeah, give him some head every now and again. But to be honest with you, with the way the world is right now, men ain't really focused as far as grown men ain't really focused on sex and pussy right now. We trying to make it and stay out of prison. We trying to stay alive because there's a target on black men's backs. And now with this new narrative and these new movements that feminists got, it don't make it no better because now you got the target from white America, from white people. And then you got black men being targeted from our own black women painting us as to be the worst things in the world. That's my brother. So if you crossing him, you crossing me. Fuck all these hoes, speak get them off of me. We from the gutter. Every night we ain't baloney me. Bitch, watch your tone, cause ain't no hoe in me. They say I'm greedy when I be only trying to feed the team. Somebody tell me who be feeding me. No, I ain't easy. Take all these drugs like I might OD. Game ain't the same, I miss the old streets. Man, I miss the old streets. These niggas lame, they gotta show me. They know my name, but they don't know me. Got all this pain, somebody hold me, yeah So now I fall like Kobe, yeah These niggas been so phony, yeah They wanna be my homie, yeah But I been grinding by my lonely, yeah
killers and cold killers. My granny tripping, her grandson, the dope dealer. My whole tripping, no pictures, it's just business. Stop bitching, get out your feelings, just roll with it, yeah. Yo, <laughs> that is dope, man. That is what I'm talking about. That is what we need more of. You see what I'm saying? That is what we need. You hear that brother's voice? That's talent. There is so much talent in our community. You hear what I'm saying? So much of it. But it is so muddied. The beautiful talents that my people have is so muddied by the the environments that we get presented with. The cards that we're dealt. That right there is a beautiful that is talent man that's beautiful that is talent right there and i hope to god that that brother gets the fruits of his labor or reaches the pinnacle of that potential because in a lot of cases there are brothers just like that that have all the potential in the world to go do beautiful things but they get caught up in the street life they get caught up in the environment. They get caught up in all the bullshit that life presents to them, the cards that are dealt to them. And again, it all starts at home. If we would just add some love and guidance into the homes. Stop kicking your kids out every chance you get just because maybe, yeah, they a little misguided. They ain't got no daddy or they ain't got no mama. You understand a lot of our kids that look like me or Hispanic kids are born with the wrong or bad foundation. So how can you be mad that they stumble in a little? Man, I hate my heart. Like, really? <laughs> I always care for people that don't care for me. Like, what, what I really see in you, even though I give you my last dollar, I give you everything. It's always me giving, giving, giving. But when it comes to me and I actually need something, I got to earn it put it in context right to put it in context what i'm saying is a lot of these brothers that are being misclassified as savages and thugs and gangsters a lot of these brothers got great hearts you can look at king vaughn every time i seen one of his lives uh posted on youtube you know he talking to his homies and all of that he asking everybody if they good he said hey you need me to come out there what's up you need me what what you need a lot of these gangsters got the biggest hearts in the world but see we don't see that we don't see that because we too busy promoting for them to be what we want them to be you want them to crash out and destroy their life all that you, so you can have a, a, a new clip to watch some new propaganda for you to learn nothing off of you didn't even grieve for that brother when he died. That's what I'm saying. A lot of these kids at the biggest hearts in the world and all the potential in the world just can't seem to get the right group of people around them. But the question is, why do they even have to look for a group of people to, for them to be around? The people that they should be around is family. That is the best starting point that you can give a child is a good family. But see, a lot of people going to say, oh, well, how's that my fault? I can't control that his daddy left or his mama left or this person did this or this person. No, but you can control who you open your legs to.
that's your fault for brothers you knew damn well you knew damn well because we all go through it that that girl wasn't wifey material but you chose the nut in her anyway because you was just enjoying the moment but yet that enjoying the moment got you with a whole child See, now it's two sides to that, because if it's a situation where she kept you from the child or manipulating the child or trying to uh, abuse her power with the child, then I understand why you walked away. Because that's a whole different situation. But if it's a situation where she's actually a good mother and a good co-parent and she would love for you to be around and, and, and let you take the kid to the movies or to the amusement park or to whatever, but you just couldn't couldn't be a father. That's a deadbeat. Somebody that has all the cards or everything in the path to be something, but you chose to walk the other way anyway. That's a deadbeat. And the deadbeat can be a mother or a father. It's just the popular one is the father. Hey, yo, I'm from the hood just like you. My dad was on that bottle, that pipe too. He couldn't read or write, so how you think I like school? My mama working three jobs just to buy food. Was told I never make it. Hatred got the best of me. Had nightmares of 12 shooting or arresting me. Until I met this man who helped change my trajectory. He said that I could help you out. They need a recipe. So never let nobody tell you what you can't achieve. Sky's the limit, little homie. Spread your wings. And if them haters hate you now, man, you best believe that it's only going to get worse the more that you succeed. So dream big and never stop until it comes true. And if you fall, stand tall because you grow through every single slip and fall that you go through. And despite what they tell you, I'll always be here when you need someone to go to. Okay. That's beautiful. Again, again, you got things that are happening in this world that, that America don't want you to see. It is promoted for you to see all the trauma in the world, all the things that make you triggered and run to find the information, run to find the headline. Here you have a white police officer rapping with a young black boy. How often do you see that happening? Why is that not front page news? Why is that not viral? That is my issue with America. America promotes whatever the agenda is. The agenda right now might be to make every dollar that they can make from the feminist movement. But at one point it was black trauma. At one point it was women's trauma. At one point it was LGBTQ trauma. At one point it was a laundry list of things. But when will it be just truth? Never. Because truth doesn't profit. Lies, propaganda, spinning words, all profits. Black trauma, profits. Black death, profits. Yet we still contribute to the same hamster wheel day by day. Yet you wonder why this country won't change. It won't change because they make an a dollar amount attached. A dollar amount is attached to all of you. There is profit in you, in your suffering, in your trauma. That is why it will never change. That is why you will never see things like this advertised on the front page or go viral. Because not only the government, the people are conditioned to give the government or media 
whatever they want. Meaning when media posts a triggering thing, we all go flock to it. Those ratings have a dollar amount attached to it. So now what you've done is you've prioritized truth. Excuse me, you've prioritized black trauma or trauma period over truth. Imagine if everybody stopped watching news media. Imagine if everybody stopped voting. Imagine if everybody completely came to a halt with supporting of the American government and media in any shape form. And we only provided eyeballs towards truth, whatever that may mean to you. All right, so let me get like a random word to inspire my freestyle. Something challenging. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Lincoln Memorial. Lincoln Memorial, that makes yeah. sense. All right, all right. Spontaneous Lincoln Memorial. Legwork. Legwork, hell yeah. All right, dope, y'all ready? Yes, sir. Let's get it. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, uh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spit up the top till my brain just bust. All of my lyrics spontaneous. I am the one they excited about. Do it off top, I don't write it out. Yeah, kill it off top, I'ma own it. My flow is spontaneous, I'm in the moment. Uh, everyone loving my flow. I got my man dancing and yelling out, whoa. Uh, hey, man. I grab the mic, let's do this. I told my man I got my own beats. Like you speaker, you're gonna have to mute this. Hey, man, but I love no flaws. Uh, I'ma kill the game, I'm the cause. That these other MCs need guards. He was like, hold on, wait a minute, press pause. My music comes like a camel, uh, my shit is off of the handle Shout out to my girl who be rocking the camo, uh, man, got me coming right though Peace to my fans, I'm supporting you Had to come through with the L-Free styles in front of the Lincoln Memorial Tell me man, yo, what is you thinking? It's so fast that you miss if you blink it Every time that I rhyme on the track, I be keeping it honest I'm feeling like Lincoln, yeah Y'all know I rap for the people who be chilling in the residential But when it come to rhymes off top, I'm advanced, I'm like Lincoln My flow is presidential That's what he racks. Oh. Uh, shout out to my man in the white kicks hey. and the black jeans and the beat hey. huh. Every time I run, I make your head hurt. Hey. My man is hitting up the gym and doing leg work. Hey, hey my lyrics sounding high. They doing leg work, cause when I bust, they gotta squat. It's hey. back, I'm off the top. Coming through to do my thing. Yeah, every single lyric they claim. Shout out to my man, cause he's rapping the kings. Hey, hey. Man, man, gotta go to camp. Y'all know they really can't fuck with that. My man is just king, hey. all on top of your bucket hat. Hey. But this is the truth, hey. my people be loving the sound. Hey. If this is a hat for a king, it's not a bucket hat, this is a crown. Hey, hey. Jack, I'ma break it down, put my piece real quick. Y'all know I'm blowing up the head. Hey. And I know you got the tiger stripes, hey. but I never seen the tiger that's red. Hey. Hey. Yo, I'm about to break it down. Coming up the top with the flood I can't fuck with. Hey. Rappers trying to dismack, but honestly, it's just more tears in the bucket. Hey. Hey yo, this dog it got oh, a pumpkin for a nose. Hey, hey, man, y'all know that my shit's scary. Whoa. My name is Harry. Harry. So to a bear, they gon' compare me. Hey. I kill it when I'm filling up the top of the team. Every time I'm rhyming, I be crushing the scene. Hey. H-Mack shining kinda like high beams. Like the color of your sweatpants, I'ma get green. Hey. H-Mack coming up the top. Hey. And y'all know that they couldn't really diss, bro. Hey. Let me see what it says on your shirt. Shout out to man, no official. Hey. H-Mack, I'm about to rap for the brand. <laughs> Crushing everywhere that I stand. I kick the passionate raps. I need a reactions like that. I'ma crush the mic in the craziest way. Shouts my peeps in DC. Thanks for making my day. Much love, y'all. 
beautiful. Beautiful, man. <laughs> Good Lord. Beautiful. If only a dollar amount was attached to things like that. It would be a whole nother world out here. Be a whole nother world. But you see, it is because we have prioritized trauma, chaos, sadness, depression over happiness and the pursuit of it. We have prioritized putting on a mask and pretending to be something other than who you actually are or putting on a mask instead of the pursuit of becoming who you're pretending to be. You all deserve happiness, greatness. You all have great potential. You all can accomplish anything in the world. The problem is you don't believe that. You don't believe in yourself, which is why you've settled for less. Ever since you was a child, you've settled for less. And you've continued to do so. You've grown content, conditioned to settle for less. Now you're aging, getting older, and you're wondering why you've never gotten anywhere. You're comparing yourself to everybody and everything on these social media platforms. You still have time. You can get there, wherever it is that you picture in your mind. But you have to do the work to become who you want to become, to be who you want to be. It cannot just be, hey, I seen Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate says I should be a billionaire. I'm not a billionaire, so now I'm depressed and sad, about to off myself. You can get there. Create a path for yourself. Go and find a way to get there and fall in love with the journey to get there. It isn't about the destination. Fall in love with the journey that takes you there. Because if you fall in love with the journey, if you fall in love with the losses, you'll always have endless amounts of chances to learn. You'll always have endless amounts of chances to win. You'll always have endless amounts of doors to open. You'll always have endless amounts of doors to close. It is not about the destination. It is about the adventure in the journey. The beat that you have. What about it? Boom, boom, boom. What about it? What about it? It's not funny. So you telling me how to play my music? You trying to tell me how to play my music? I love it. Oh, oh, you like it? What I'm listening to then? Yeah, so play it louder. She like all that, that Playboy Cardi, boy. She like that. He was about to go off on her, too. But what you just seen there, if the clip was too small for you to see, what you just seen there was a young, excuse me, not young, a, a older, elderly white woman was in her car, and she rolled down the window and asked a black driver, black male driver, what he was playing. And he kind of got defensive because he didn't know what how she was coming about it because i'm sure he's used to people telling him you know bad things about his music or telling him to turn it down and things like that but she says i like the music turn it up and he turned it up she started jamming she she, she started jamming <laughs> 
again there are beautiful things going on in this world the media just does not show it to you because there is no dollar amount attached to it but don't worry have no fear Moses Kane is motherfucking here excuse me sir can you do me a favor and maybe um leave some women for the rest of us That's funny. Excuse me, guys. I'm going to ask you a question, and I don't want you to smile, okay? No smiling. On a scale of 1 to 10, how high are you getting right now? <laughs> so chill. <laughs> Again, man. Good things. Okay, let's talk about this. What you just saw there was a uh, white supremacist march in Indianapolis. This is a prime example of why black people need to stop with this colorism shit, with this light skin versus dark skin shit, with this black man versus black woman shit, all of it. Because you got real racists, real racists out here marching for white supremacy. This is also why all of you black people that are out there talking about Joe Biden take the guns away, Joe Biden do this, advocating for gun control, your stupid ass is in line to get dealt with by these same people. Because they ain't, listen, black folks especially should be the number one consumers of the second amendment, of legal firearms. Black Hispanic should be the number one consumers because we are the most targeted in this country. So for us to be sitting up here talking about, oh, I don't like guns, duh, 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 but yet y'all are upset when you get gunned down or when a family member or a friend gets gunned down in the streets by a cop, by a racist, by any of them. Ain't but one way you deal with a bully. You deal with fire with fire. See, but the autumn racists on the internet, on YouTube will tell you, oh, well, you know, don't, no violence with violence. That only begets more violence. Oh, well, the only way you repay violence or hatred is with love. That's what the racists are gonna promote for you online. No, for the last hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, black people have been doing this. Come on, man, stop targeting me. Come on, man, leave me alone. Come on, man, stop this. Please, man, stop, man, stop. I'm just trying to be American. I'm just trying to be, come on, man. And the whole time we getting shot and stabbed and punched and kicked all so that we can assimilate, all so that we can be included, integrate into a white America. So that statement of, oh, well, reply to hate with love is only so we don't treat them exactly how they treat us. Every white person in this room who would be happy to be treated as this society in general treats our citizens, our black citizens. If you as a white person would be happy to receive the same treatment that our black citizens do in this society, please stand. You didn't understand the directions. If you white folks want to be treated the way blacks are in this society, stand. Nobody's standing here. That says very plainly that you know what's happening. You know you don't want it for you. I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen for others. Because that's what they're scared of. 
They're scared of the population of the fact that everybody on this got in this country, we will start to outnumber uh, white people as far as black population, Hispanic population, brown people in general, will start to outnumber white people pretty soon. And they do not like that. They're taking tactics to limit your freedoms. They're taking tactics to limit your freedoms on the second amendment so you can't rise up against the government, a tyrannical government, which if you look at the second amendment, that is exactly what it's for. So if these, any of these presidents are about the people, then there would be no reason to attack the second amendment. White woman has been the only mentor that we have had of a female. We've seen her every day of our life on television, every magazine, every newspaper, uh, every commercial. You know, it's, it's just been her face, her body, her image, whatever it has been in front of us. And so today we have the results of that. We have black women who are trying to dye their hair blonde, who are wearing blue and green contacts in their eyes, you know, who wear tons and tons of layers of makeup, who have changed their voice, who have hair weaves so they can have flowing long hair blowing in the wind, you know, like uh, 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 Brooke Shields or somebody, you know. And so that's been an accident. And as a result of us doing that, we have also adopted the women's liberation movement goals of wanting to be liberated from the man and have some kind of pseudo equality. When while that may be true of the white woman and her plight with the white man, that's not really the black woman's business because we haven't been under co the control of the black man for over 500 years. So what do we have to be liberated from him from? And there you fucking have it. Black women should have never joined the feminist movement. It was never a movement for black women's problems. See, it began as a movement for white women to get equal pay in the workplace in these offices. It was never a movement for black women because black women have never been oppressed by black men. There is no such thing as black women being oppressed by black men because black men are oppressed by everybody. Black people are oppressed by everybody. There isn't, no, black men don't have the power to oppress. This is another reason how white America has used their agendas and their movements and to divide black households. See, when black women joined the feminism movement, after white women started to get the equal pay in the, in the workplace, of the fields that women were popularly uh, uh, applying for, salons, <coughs> salons, hospitals, office space buildings, things like that, they left, white women completely left the feminist movement in large part, left black women, and then next thing you know, the movement becomes just a vehicle for hatred towards men, period. That's when you start to see things pop up like all men are this or all men are bad, all men cheat, all men are unfaithful, all men are dogs, all men ain't shit. That's when you started to see that, when black women took over the reins of the movement. But it was never supposed to be a movement for black women because black women ain't never been oppressed by black men. Together, we have always been oppressed by white people. See, when a black man Excuse me, when a black man go out and tries to get a job in a white dominated society and he cannot get a job because every time he goes to an interview, they are uh, not calling him the N word, just saying they're not hiring or he didn't match the qualifications as to what they were looking for. And thus say that happens 10 to 20 different times. And that black man comes home with no money to put food on the table. How long do you think it took before that black woman 
started to nag him, started to yell at him and scold him about how ain't shit he is and he can't provide for the family. So then you know what he does? Because he ain't an ain't shit man, he's actually a great man, but because of the agendas in America, he has no other choice. So you know what he does? He sells drugs, he robs, he steals. And then you know what happens? He gets locked up. And instead of being by that black man's side, you know what a black woman does? She gets on the phone with him while he's incarcerated in prison after trying to do the right thing and says, you ain't shit, I knew you wasn't shit. Don't call me no more, boom. Can't see his kids, can't do nothing. Next thing you know, she on a Instagram app with a white man talking about swirl life. You guys are confusing the emotions. You think I hate gay people and what you're really seeing is that I am jealous of gay people. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. I'm not the only black person that feels this way. We blacks, we look at the gay community and we go, God damn it, look how well that movement is going. <laughs> look how well you are doing. And we've been trapped in this predicament for hundreds of years. How the fuck are you making that kind of progress? I can't help but feel like if slaves had baby oil and booty shorts, we might have been free a hundred years sooner, you know what I mean? If Martin Luther King was like, I want everybody to get up on them floats, get your bodies good and shiny, That's hilarious, yo. But it's true. It's true. That what I. It's the same thing I said about the Stop Asian Hate movement, the LGBTQ movement. They are both have have had great progress. The Stop Asian Hate movement even got a whole crime bill for themselves after just experiencing a month of a little bit of uh, targeting for the whole Corona thing. They got a whole crime bill. Meanwhile, that's a fraction of what black people have had to deal with for hundreds of years. So I made a video saying stop Asian hate, but maintain black suffering because that's what's going on. See, I can't help but feel like it must be some foul play because we owe China and all them Asian countries so much goddamn money that yeah, they had to do something but we don't, they don't owe black America nothing in their mind for whatever reason, even though black people are responsible for the construction of America. We're responsible for maintaining America. We're responsible for the fact that we are the largest consumers in this country. We spend the most money. We spend money we ain't even got. So I heard that the queen, the queen the, the, of the UK, the queen that was part of the colonizing regime of a lot of countries in, in the African continent. I heard she died today. Well, I mean, we all got to go that way someday, right? You know? Nah, my food is good, though. Um, what I'm eating is uh, some navy beans, peas and carrots, fresh cut green beans. That's my dinner, you know, while we discuss this. Uh, this this little meal right here been helping me, you know, trim down. Some of y'all been asking. So, uh, yeah, let's give y'all some little advice on that. Eat, eat this. Don't be eating bread and all that other stuff that go along with all that sugar. You'll be good. But, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> In other words, who gives a fuck? See, y'all can do all that mourning for the royal family and all that other extra shit. These terrible goddamn people that y'all put crowns on their goddamn heads. Take that somewhere else. Black folks, Hispanic folks, we ain't got no reason to be mourning over that. Next subject. You have your wife here, right? When she is with somebody else, you don't feel a type of way about it? Usually if we're doing something, we'll have it like planned at the same time. So if I'm traveling somewhere in like a week or two, she'll make plans, I'll make plans. So we're both with somebody at different times. Okay, let's say he's with somebody. Do you feel a way about it at all? No. So do you guys feel like there's any depth in that relationship? Yeah, of course. Of course. Like in what way though? Do you Bonding think the from? relationship is just about sex? No. <laughs> so Absolutely not. What, a, what else is it? A woman has her roles, a guy has his roles. There's some form of 50-50, but it's not financial. And I would have to say like my 50 fulfills things that he can't do or he doesn't want to do. So when you have two people that are equal to that extent it's almost there's no there's no liability there's almost like you cut me i'm gonna cut you back but like to what extent there's no depth in my opinion you're looking at relationships where both ends are unequal in some way such that one person is like satisfying a huge deficit of another person even if it was totally close i still want somebody that looks like a partner to me in most ways like we're not like fulfilling each other's deficits so much as like we both are on the level to do a lot of shit together like career-wise household-wise travel-wise or whatever we're, we're, we're both like on the same level to do that so you so want a friend like roommate Listen, what I got from all of that was do whatever the fuck it takes for you to be happy. Whatever it takes for you and the person that you choose intimately to be happy, do whatever it takes for them. See, America is bored. Excuse me, not America, but the world is kind of bored for whatever reason, I don't know. But they get bored. So they just start talking about everybody's personal way of living. It doesn't matter, okay? You find the person that's for you, and then from that, you thrive. You do what it takes to make each other happy. That's it. I don't understand all of this. Okay, well, men are supposed to be this way. Women are supposed to be this way. And that's the only way to have a relationship. No, you can meet 50 billion different types of people. Each of them could have their assets to you, for you. They could have their liabilities. All of these situations can work under the right circumstances, depending on where you are in your life, where you are in your mind, where you are emotionally, all these situations can work. But if you're limiting yourself and you're just like, okay, well, I'm a man, I have to be making a billion dollars a year and I have to be this and that and this and, and she has to be this and that and this and that, you just limited yourself. I say, find a person that's cool for you that makes you laugh and just do what it takes to keep that person happy, both sides, male and female. For women, find a person that prioritizes uh, uh, you over all the other women and do what it takes to make him happy. It's just that simple. I don't understand all this back and forth for people having pulled full scale panels on who choose to live what type of way, because you can put holes in everybody's arguments. Everybody, I could put holes in a woman being a housewife. I could put holes in a woman going to work. I could put holes in a man being a, a, a house husband. I could put ho holes in a, a man going to work. I could put holes in swingers. I can put holes in open relationships. Everything has its flaws and its good benefits. You just have to find what works for you. Everyone should be able to say the N-word. Why do you think that? It's literally a word. I don't see the big deal in it. If somebody called me the N-word, I would knock them out. Bro, it's just a word. You shouldn't result to violence over it. The N-word's just a word? Well, yeah, okay, I mean, This is why you can't say it. I'm gonna say it anyway. Pressure, huh? Pressure. Listen, the fact that you, for all the white people out there that want to say the N-word, go ahead and say it. 
Just understand that if you say it around a group of black people, you're going to have to deal with the consequences. So it ain't like you can't say it, it's just about dealing with the consequences after. That's it. There is no if ands in between you. This is America, like just like the brother said. You can say and do whatever you want, but you have to deal with the consequences that come with it, which includes knocking your motherfucking head off your goddamn shoulders. I don't give a fuck about all this dumb shit. Oh, well, nobody should say the N-word. Nobody. We, we took it from y'all hateful asses and started using it as a term of endearment. Now, if you're asking me my motherfucking opinion, I think nobody should use it too, because I think in order for black people as a whole to get further and evolve and adapt to a new way of thinking, I think we have to let go of certain past things, that word being included. But you sitting up here trying to figure out different scheming ways to join in on it, it only confirms your racism or our opinion of your racism. You should not want to say it because of the historical meaning of that word. It does not matter if we took it, we took it. We took it and did something with it. You cannot. But like I said, if you feel that you need to say it and get your head knocked off, that's entirely up to you. But see, if you're searching for a re, if you're searching for one of them situations where you want to say it with no consequence, that just doesn't exist. See, and you say this, this, this white gentleman here says, well, being black has certain privileges for firms and things like that. Yes, because historically we have been denied the same privileges that you have always had, you stupid motherfucker. Do you understand that a black people and Hispanic people start in America is staggered? Meaning from the inception, from the genesis of America, white people have always been unobstructed on the way up, 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 up. Meaning the entire time while you're on the way up, we have as black and brown people have stayed at the fucking bottom, building all these blueprints that you're drawing up in your mind so when you get to the tippity top and don't hold up hold up before all you poor white people start talking just because you wasted your whiteness and wasted your white privilege that ain't got nothing to do with us or your family doesn't come with a name attached to it that has a dollar amount attached to that that ain't got nothing to do with us you need to take that up with your people as well but as far as people asking, oh, well, 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 well y'all have got certain advantages now. Y'all have got a little bit of black privilege now. Maybe so. But that is only because of the historical traumas that we have experienced. And you're saying, oh, well, you didn't go through slavery. You're not old enough. You, you didn't go. There are generational effects. I want y'all to understand something, okay? My word is not law. This podcast is strictly my opinion. The fact that I have to say that to you is a little weird to me, but I'll say it. This is my opinion. Okay. So understand that this channel here is focused primarily on black issues, black trauma, and how to heal the black community. So all of you that are commenting on my, in my comment section, talking about not to focus on black issues. My first question is, are you black? which I already know the answer is no. The second question is gonna be, why the fuck are you here? And don't tell me which people to focus on because I said it in the trailer disclaimer that I also posted is everybody's welcome 
to join the conversation as far as you know what's going on in the community because I talk about white people, I talk about black people, I talk about gay people, I talk about black women, white women, I talk about everybody, black men, white men, I talk about everybody. But this is primarily for black issues. So people in my comment section telling me, oh, I shouldn't focus on color. And no, shut the fuck up. If you don't like the topics and subjects that I'm talking about, then you take your motherfucking ass elsewhere. Keep scrolling. That's part of the problem with social media. You motherfuckers don't know how to mind your business and keep fucking scrolling. Get the fuck out of here if you don't like the subject matter. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. You can dislike, you can do it, I don't give a damn. I'm not here to be one of them one of them people with a million subscribers or, or, or half a million. I'm not trying to be none of that. I'm here trying to speak my opinion. Those that wanna have a conversation about my opinion can have a conversation but don't come to me telling me what to speak about and what not to speak about because i'm gonna spit in your fucking face or i'm a or i'm gonna block you and delete your comment and that's, that's gonna be it now for all my people no i love black women i love black men i love black children i love everybody i love hispanic people of all nationalities just like black people of all nationalities and i would love to see us thrive and prosper in this world but right now sadly we are at a disadvantage we are beating ourselves down just like the white people are beating us down we have to focus on both though it is not just white people that is doing things to us it is ourselves as well i would dare to even say we have more of a contributing factor to our demise and downfall than white people do currently as it stands today the way we parent is wrong it's hateful it is ignorant it is terrible and tragic and traumatic we cannot be mad at all the gun violence that our kids are out here doing because we're the ones sending them out there. All because you didn't have the patience. So you got frustrated, now you kicked your kid out, your child. Now your baby dead or prostituting. And you wondering where you went wrong. If, you, if you're asking yourself where you went wrong, you are so far lost and so far gone because it's you it's your fault why that individual why that child is so far lost and so far gone if you're looking for somebody to hate if you're looking for somebody to blame if you're looking for somebody to point the finger out grab a mirror and look into it <laughs>